everyone and happy International Women's Day. So to celebrate International Women's Day, I thought I'd give you all a bonus episode. I asked a few people to talk about their favorite women or women they admire and to tell me why they admire them. So stay tuned and happy International Women's Day. The woman that I admire is Yara Shahidi. She is an actress, producer, philanthropist, and activist. I have followed her work for years, but I took particular interest around 2018, 2019, when she started her work around civic engagement, youth engagement, and using working with organizations that were using education to eradicate poverty in low-income societies and she's doing all of this as well as like juggling going to like harvard which is insane (laughs) coming from a society like nigeria where young people are in the majority but yeah we're the most marginalized group of people it has been helpful over the past few years to see someone who even though she's younger than me, push me to educate myself more on social injustices and begin to donate my time and money to helping organizations that are doing similar work here in Nigeria. She's also a fellow James Baldwin stan, so of course, like, I have to stand her as well. And I love how she has continued to use her platform to push for radical and reimagination, which is so needed in the world that we live in now. If I had one question for her, it would be how can we radically reimagine the role of black women in society in a world that either negates our experiences or our entire existence? I want to talk about a businesswoman that I have deep admiration for, and that is Sarah Blakely. For those who may not have heard of her, Sarah is the founder of Spanx, an American intimate apparel company with pants and leggings and most famously their shapewear. She's been named in Time Magazine's Time 100 annual list of the 100 most influential people in the world, and she was listed as the 93rd most powerful woman in the world by Forbes in 2014. Now what I love about her story is that she had a personal need, and more than just a need to feel good by looking good but also to look good while also being comfortable. And we all know that comfort is key. Sarah recognized that other women would most likely feel the same way. And I imagine very few of us don't have that shared experience of squeezing and contorting our bodies, taking two deep breaths to last us the entire night, all to fit into some undersized outfit or clothes that we've overgrown, but are just too stubborn and in denial to give up. Sarah saw that gap in the market and turned that into a product that many of us cannot live without. She really managed to strike that perfect balance between quality and consumer experience. Spanx is definitely a product that is made by women for women, and that ethos is woven seamlessly into the brand and in every form of their communications. This admiration that I have for Sarah started when I read her profile in a magazine and decided to find her Instagram, go into there and see whatever glimpse of her life that she chose to share. I was that intrigued by her and her personality did not disappoint. Her leadership style is so unexpected yet also completely tracks. Sarah is authentic, bold, funny, confident, and so unashamedly human. I was drawn instantly to her and her family. She found love later in life at 37 and is also an advocate for letting life happen at its own pace and that is something I truly respect. If we ever met, 
rather when we meet. <laughs> I don't think I'd have any immediate questions for her other than a smile and a you're an absolutely awesome woman. I think that in itself is a testament to how open she is and how willing she is to share her access. Both Oprah Winfrey and Reese Witherspoon recently became Spanx investors, and with Blackstone taking a majority stake last year at $1.2 billion, I can safely say Sarah Blakely is my woman of the year. A public figure I really admire is Michelle Obama. Aside from being the wife of the first black president of America. She is a woman of such grace and humility. She, starting from her humble beginnings, she navigated the world of Ivy League corporate law and just seeing her career through, panning what she really believed in, which was non-for-profit non and public life. And she carried herself so gracefully she talks in crowds and makes everyone feel like she's talking to you directly. And she is a woman that I think has inspired a lot of black women out there, black girls, to believe that they can really achieve whatever they want to and make a difference, however small, in anything they put their mind to and really believing. And her ability to balance family life, work, and public life and do it with such grace, I think makes her an, a very ideal woman. The political figure I admire is Jacinda Ardern, uh, who's the Prime Minister of New Zealand. She became Prime Minister in 2017 and started her second term in 2020. And she's New Zealand's youngest Prime Minister. And I admire her for several reasons, one of which is she's been the youngest leader. And the other ones, I think the main three reasons why I admire her will be um, she constantly preaches and practices the idea of social cohesion and unity. You know, we live in a day and, a day and age whereby there's so much discrimination for various reasons, ethnic group, religion, race. And during the 2019 Christchurch shooting, she reiterated and, you know, reiterated the idea of we are one. And then another reason why I really adore her is the way she handled the COVID-19 pandemic. I mean, New Zealand was the only country that experienced 30 deaths, which I think is just amazing. It just shows how selfless she is in protecting her country, her economy, her people. And then I think the last and main reason why is the way she's been able to balance her life. Her having her child and getting married while being in office, I think it's just amazing. Um, it just shows us that we don't have to pick and choose or delay one for the other. We can have it all. Um, I think she's the second female leader that has had a child while in office, which I think is just, it's just amazing. I truly admire so many people, but the person I'd say I admire the most is Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex. And even before she was Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex, she was Meghan Markle, self-made. And I think it's important to emphasise that because a lot of the people that come into the royal family who marry into it are not self-made, to be quite frank. Maybe arguably you could say Sophie, the Countess of Wessex, um, was self-made in the sense that she worked in PR before she met Edward. But Meghan is truly the person that came in bringing so much to the table 
and I'm in awe of how she's navigated so much of her career like how it's consistent she is with everything she does and i'd say it started my admiration for megan started in 2014 when i watched her on suits and i naturally gravitate towards certain cast members and when i do i like to follow them on twitter instagram in, in megan's case i followed her on those two social media platforms and also followed her blogger tig at the time from time to time um i'd say one thing that stood up for me when it came to Megan, how she navigated her social media platforms, is how she was using her platforms to drive change. She was bringing on people, inspiring people on her blog um, to explain what they do. Um, and I was just in awe of what she did um, completely, especially on her Instagram world. See, you know, she was just so inspiring with her inspirational quotes that she would post. It was just a positive platform like you know there's so much negativity on social media but megan's instagram was a breath of fresh air i remember how she used to post about her time working with you and women um even using her platform to promote taboo topics for example period poverty where she actually went to india on the ground to work with me Mihaela. um and if i ever met megan i'd tell her how proud i am of her how she's inspired me in so many ways the person I admire is Stephanie Boyce, who's a British solicitor and in March 2021 became the 177th president of the Law Society of England and Wales. She's not only the first black president, but she is also the first person of colour president. Um, I know that count there's been countless conversation about how important it is to see yourself represented in positions of power, especially as a solicitor myself. I think it's very important to see someone who's sort of gone through the same path as me and is now the president of the law society the admiration started after her election um because obviously it's no secret that there are diversity issues in the law society and in the profession as a whole um and on the gender front on the pe people of color front it's a general problem um so yeah, it's very exciting to have her breaking both those barriers by being the president. Interestingly, I have met her and what I asked her was sort of how she kept going because she, she, she applied several times and was unsuccessful and she just kept on going and <laughs> that level of resilience is remarkable. So I asked her sort of what kept her going and kept her applying even though she'd rejected so many times. And her response was that she never told herself that she couldn't do it. Um, and I think that's very important, especially in the legal profession, especially in Britain today, is just that confidence to know that if something is yours, it's not beyond reach, um, especially in a profession where, as I said earlier, diversity is a problem on both the female and the person of colour front. I think it's very important to have Stephanie, people like Stephanie saying, you know, don't count yourself out, don't discount yourself and, and other people won't. I admire a lot of women, but this year I thought I'd speak about Soledad O'Brien. For those of, who, of you who don't know her, she's a journalist, she used to be primetime CNN, but she now owns her own production company called Soledad O'Brien, which has shone or has brought brought spotlights on a lot of black issues especially black people going missing black women issues and for me that is really necessary in the in this day and age in which 
A lot of black women issues are not put in mainstream press. So I really commend her for that. I also admire her because like I said, I genuinely like people who don't conform or who are not, um, who are authentic, who are, who are truly themselves. They can present themselves at every point as who they are and not try and um, be someone different and pretentious to fit into mainstream media. Um, also, um, in the last few years, I've lost a lot of faith in journalists and journalism. I think they've breached a lot of journalistic ethics. Um, I think the media shapes how we see the world, they shape our perspective. And I think that a lot of them, um, they have the biases. They can't report facts for facts, you know, just different things they do. And I'm just like, really, you're meant to be a journalist and you're meant to have ethics, right? And the reason why I admire her is over the last few years, she has she has been a constant voice. Her and Keith Oberman, they've been a constant voice um, at calling out their colleagues for the terrible things they do like they literally do some sh- things you can't even believe for calling them out and saying this is not how this is not journalistic ethics even cnn she's called them out she's you know she's very good at calling and holding her own colleagues accountable for the mistakes they make or lack of lack of judgment in certain cases right and i think this is why i admire her above her normal work of just shining a spotlight or putting a spotlight on issues that are not being discussed in mainstream media so yeah for international women's day 2022 the woman i admire is soledad o'brien